1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie.
0: What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are so thankful that you are tuned in for another episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. If this is your first time listening, hit that subscribe button so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. We want to say welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to the God Life Culture Podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, like, comment, share, subscribe, do all of those things, and um, welcome to our podcast yes we're very
1: excited we are and can you believe it is the middle of september crazy i almost said
0: it summer's officially over
1: yeah and it's not soon i guess technically soon it will but it feels like it like i feel like like once um the holiday weekend passes in september everybody falls into yeah fall mode uh, immediately um nights are so starting to get cold yes. and breezy yeah, and it gets darker earlier mm-hmm. all that other stuff um so everybody's pulling out their cardigans and sweaters yeah. and uggs and there are people things. that
0: wear uggs all year round <laughs> that's yeah we're not gonna
1: talk about them but yeah that's interesting and i think it's also cultural i think that especially when uggs started in australia it was like a everyday wear type of a thing mm-hmm. but i don't understand that how are you wearing uggs yeah, I'm talking about August. Um, yeah. No, I know that's what I'm saying. I don't understand how it's you wear Uggs in the middle of August with socks. But there are people that do <laughs> run cold, and True. we've experienced, we have been in rooms right. where it's boiling hot and we try to turn the AC on and people yell at us because they run cold. Yes, um, we've
0: been in rooms where people start shutting off the AC and yes, we're like, wait a minute.
1: We really experienced that not so long ago ourselves. It's like, I think the majority of us are hot. Yeah, <laughs> cold. That one person is cold, and they think they have dominance. Uh, but we rectified <laughs> that situation. They went back and turned it on. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking about things and times changing and experiences that come with that. Um, recently, I had an experience that oh. was a not a new experience to me because I feel like it's a situation that. Um, unfortunately it has happened to me a couple of times in life and i think that as each time that thing happened i've learned to like bob and weave it a lot mm-hmm. more better i think that the first time it happened to me was a situation where maybe i um was upset or offended uh, by the situation but i think that um by nature and just by you know everybody has their way of being or their character or how yeah. they present themselves or how they look to other people you know sometimes you have like if you look at a classroom setting you have like the class clown you have the um the kid that is always like ready and studious and always wants to participate you have the outgoing person the popular like, you know you have all these different archetypes of people um and in our church setting we have that as well you have people that are a little bit more going you have people that are more quiet and shy and whatever um and i think that for i think for people who don't really know me i think i get the they get the like serious Mm -hmm. vibe from me um you know and which is something that i don't necessarily think is a bad thing i think that um They're different flavors for different people, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, that type of situation. Um, But what I always find interesting is when people find it in their head necessary to come to you to point that out Mm -hmm. and not to point it out to you in a way that's nice or like curious or whatever, Mm -hmm. but to point it out to you in a way to make you feel like you're wrong for being the way that you are Mm -hmm. and you need to change yourself type of a situation. Um, so recently I had that situation happened where it was actually in the middle of a service in the middle of a ministering moment. Um, I was being an usher and someone decided to come to me and say, you're always so serious. Don't you know how to smile? And I, ran through 463 scenarios <laughs> <laughs> in my mind on how to respond to them uh because i i it was like i tapped into different personalities like the crazy me the like super religious E V, uh and then the person that was there in that moment um and i remember just looking at them with a very distinct look like like you know you're crazy for asking me this especially at this moment um and simply like brushed it off like i'm good don't worry about it like i'm good you don't need to see me smile like i don't understand why that's important to you type of a situation um and like whatever that situation happened i might walked away from it but it was funny because we were speaking about it and it was like years ago that would have bothered me Mm -hmm. so much because i never understand why it is that certain people feel it necessary to go to someone and point out things about them that they see they feel like is a problem Mm -hmm. you know like i don't go to the people who are the jokesters like the class clowns of certain situations and be like you joke around a lot don't you know how to be serious i don't go to the shy person and be like you're always so shy like snap out of it so why do you feel it your responsibility to come to go to someone who is serious who you've never had a conversation with who you've never gone out of your way to like speak with them and like you know engage with them to give them your opinion on who they are so that was my experience and i was like a proud of myself because i i believe i handle that Mm -hmm. to the best of my ability especially given the circumstances situation and the settings um and for also walking away from that situation like That person is crazy. And I think what makes it even worse is the position that person holds, Mm -hmm. um, which then lends itself to the conversation of who else are you talking to like that, where you think you have the right to go up to people and point out stuff about them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was, that was a lot. I witnessed
0: the whole thing.
1: (laughs) That's funny. You did actually. I
0: was right there. Uh. Um,
1: Passing out tissues to people because this Again, was in the middle of a uh-huh. service while people were being ministered uh-huh. to. Um,
0: a few things. I think uh, it's like wrong place, wrong time, mm-hmm. right, to do that. Um, Wrong delivery, wrong, wrong, mm-hmm. wrong, just wrong, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And I think, like you said, being um, the position that that individual holds as a pastor, yeah. right, Uh, makes it and it wasn't our pastor let's make that very
1: clear our pastor would never do that no
0: um makes it even worse yeah you know um also the way it was said it wasn't just a you know you're always so serious yeah why is that Mm -hmm. you know i think you have to be so careful you know regardless if you're a pastor or not you know, a a person with a position, you're a leader, just as humans, Mm -hmm. you need to be so careful how you speak to other people. You know what I mean? Forgetting about the setting, location, timing, you know what I mean? All those things play a role, but just what you tell people, Mm -hmm. there are certain things that you do not need to share with individuals or tell them, yeah. You know what I mean? Even if you think that is your experience with that person, mm-hmm. especially if there is no relationship, no friendship, no connection, no, there's nothing there. So immediately that person's not going to receive <laughs> what you're saying really well mm-hmm. because there's no connection there there's no there's nothing to fall back on it's like this stranger coming to tell me something and Mm -hmm. you know in this in the process you know saying these things it's just it's not cool you know what i mean now adding the factor of the location the timing and all those things that were off makes it even worse my thing is that i believe a lot of times people sit back and observe Mm -hmm. you know those people that sit back and they observe, and mm. you know they're observing yeah. you. Yeah, you, right? you can feel it. Right, you can feel it. The and creep And they are constantly just observing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they see your interaction with other individuals. They mm-hmm. see your interactions, you know, with certain people and whatever. Um, And it's almost like they f- see then your interaction with them. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, it may not be the same way. Simply, it could be because you're not really friends with them. You're yeah. not close with them. You know, when you're with your people, you act a certain way. You talk a certain way. You're free. You're loose. You're mm. probably more outgoing, more enthusiastic, more energetic. When you're with people, and you're walking into a room with people who don't know you, you're Mm -hmm. not walking in high-fiving, handshaking, you know, kissing cheeks and all types of stuff of people (laughs) in the room. Like if you know them all your life, when you just met them, you know, like you carry yourself differently around Mm -hmm. different sets of people. And that's not hypocrisy. That's not being fake. That's not being, you know, you know, changing person or inconsistent. That is there are certain groups of people where I am super comfortable being around them. You know, your friends, your circle, the people you love, your family, they see sides of you that other people probably will not see. Mm -hmm. And I think that they're individuals who don't get to see those sides of you as Mm -hmm. a person. Speaking about you, but also speaking about the person may find themselves in this situation Mm -hmm. where they are not they have not experienced that Mm -hmm. side. They have not had a laughing moment with you, a joking moment with you. They have not had a moment where you're, you know, laughing so hard that you're crying, where Mm -hmm. you're, you know, having a great time. So because of their experience with you, they immediately pass a certain type of judgment or label. You are this way. And it's like, that may be how you think i am maybe around you Mm. or what you have observed but if i go and talk to my people my friends my family and all that they're gonna say something completely different than Mm. what you're saying you know what i mean yeah and i think you have to be so careful um when you say those things it's Mm. one thing for you to think something (laughs) and keep it here yeah but it's another thing when you then go and feel the need to tell the person
1: yeah yeah but i also think that it's possible for for things to be mutually true so you know it i am a very serious person yeah i think that my natural disposition is to be serious and then once we build a relationship or once it's like i'm a weird like introvert extrovert person like my personality isn't to be the most out there it's not i'd rather be behind the scenes i'm very quiet like sit me down i'm good but put in certain situations i teach I preach. I get stuff done. I move around. I instruct. Like I, I can turn it on when necessary. And then there's times where I'm just like chilling and I'm having a great time just being quiet. And you know, and then there's certain people. You that, recently
0: just at a camp were like in charge of like all the games.
1: Yeah, I just did color which wars, which required yes. you
0: being very enthusiastic and yeah, loud yeah. and energetic. Yes. So I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, if that individual saw that but it's like you, uh, you know what I mean? But yes. Yet, uh, yes.
1: Yeah. But I also think that that also to me, and I could be completely wrong, but sometimes when situations that happen, I just feel like it's in, it's an insecurity on their part. Like they feel, especially someone who comes off as always wanting to be like the jokester or the one that's always so loud or the one that's always this, that's always like in people's faces when you don't give them that validation they feel like something's wrong. Like yeah. they don't understand how to operate in a room where people are invalidating their corny jokes or they're not validating their little side comments and they're not validating the fact that they should be part of the conversation. And I'm, I, and it's not that I do that on purpose. I'm not like literally looking at you and like I'm purposely not engaging. Yeah. It's just that if it has nothing to do with me, it has nothing to do with me and I'm fine and I'm here and I'm, and I'm chilling uh, type of a situation. Um, so I always think that it's, it's never necessary to go to someone to point out a personality trait that they have to make them feel bad about it. Just because you personally want them to act different. Like it's, it's a completely different situation when you have a relationship with this person. Maybe this person is someone who has used a serious thing. Who's always serious, but then yeah. complains about not having friends. It's kind of like, Hey bro, like, you know, you, you need to be a little bit more approachable. I know you personally. I know that you're funny. I know you're hilarious. I know you have a lot of interest and you're this and you're that. Maybe you just need to turn that on a little bit more. That's a different conversation from going up to a random person and being like, yo, you don't know how to smile. <laughs> Cause it's like, like, I don't know. Like, that energy was fighting words to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to remind myself, right. you are in a service. Right. You're holding a <laughs> tissue box yeah. and blankets yes, in case people so, fall to the ground. Yes, yes, right? yes. You know, and it's, it's just those things where I yeah. feel like, you know, sometimes people aren't mindful of that. Um, and I think that then those individuals also, you know, they're like put in a weird position where it's kind of like, do you react in a way that you feel like is justified for you like to lash out? Yeah. Or do you just simply like, Say like two little words and then you keep it moving and then just let it be. But I think that eventually someone should be having conversations. With those individuals that constantly go around pointing out things about other people, but never have the self-awareness to stand in front of a mirror to self-reflect about the things that they do that come off a little, like, funny. Yeah.
0: And you just have to be so careful with what you tell people because you truly don't know the effect your words have on people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like like you said, if they would have caught you a year ago or two years ago and said something like that, it probably would have affected you differently. Yeah, absolutely. And thank God that... You're not in that space, you know mm. what I mean? But it's the idea that you just don't know what people are going through in that moment, in that day, the news they received, the the situations they're battling, the struggles they're having, and your comment, you mm. know, of them not knowing how to smile or be happy or why are you so serious, you don't know what that could do to someone, Yeah, you know? And then it's like they lash out at you or they tell you something and they respond a certain way. And then you want to kind of like fix it like it's a joke or fix it like, you know, it wasn't a big deal. All of a sudden sudden it's like, yeah, why are you going? I didn't mean, like, you know what I mean? You just have to be so careful, you know? And also for those individuals who see others and you look at someone and you be like, wow, they look like really serious or like Mm. they're really going through something or why they look so angry. You know, I remember uh, a few weeks ago I was about to teach you know uh bible class and i'm there and i'm in the front kind of getting ready and someone kind of commented about my face Mm -hmm. and was uh basically telling me like yo change your face like it seems like you're you know and it was like I'm fine. I'm actually very focused at this moment (laughs) and, you know, I'm just ready to go. So like, it's not, you're interpreting it as a very serious, like aggressive, angry. And to me, I'm ready to get into this Bible story that Mm. I feel like so strongly or like that I am so passionate (laughs) about or whatever, that I'm just super focused and ready to go.
1: And I think it's important for people to understand their position because I feel that if, because I was there when that happened also. And I saw it go down. Uh, but I feel like coming from me, coming from me, if I would have told you something like, yo, you good? Like your face is whatever. Like you would have received that differently yeah. than from a random person who, that's but not you your also, type of relationship. But you
0: also, because mm-hmm. of that friendship, you also would not have said it publicly. That's very true. So I would not have yelled it in the middle it's of class. The t- <laughs> it's the timing. It's the location. It's how you say these things. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's like you may have to interrupt someone if they're mm. your friend and be like, you OK? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you as a friend, you can do that. Mm. But somebody else jumping in and grabbing you and like, you know, trying to get answers from you may not mm. go so well. You know, so I just think we have to be so careful.
1: That, that, that's so funny. You say the grabbing thing and that completely remind me of the fact that this person literally grabbed me <laughs> when this situation happened because I was going to walk away. Yeah. When they came to me, I was like, I said, "Oh, I'm good," and I walked away. And they literally grabbed me and pulled me back once again, triggering fighting words, even though they didn't say anything. Uh, and it's kind of like, like that's behavior that is kind of yeah. like, especially when you don't know people. Yeah, I think like people are very lucky that they get away with stuff like that Mm because it really just takes one time it takes one time for you to interact in a way with someone where someone feels disrespected and reacts in tow with that for you to really fall on your face and be Mm -hmm. like yo where did that come from um and it's like you literally came to someone said something that was disrespectful came to them asking them questions that to you maybe were not that big of a deal but to them was kind of like first of all who are you why are you talking to me like this and then you put your hands on them in the middle of a situation like that and it's kind of like people really don't get it like i wish it was on video because at the mm-hmm. moment i'd be like look at it right now play." <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, thing but is you know
0: i'm glad that we're talking about it because i feel like um a lot of people find themselves in these positions yes you know where they're shocked that somebody just told them that yeah they're so surprised that like did they just say that to me mm. like i would never say that to someone yeah. you know and I'm sure you can think back to moments where somebody told you something and you were like, I can't believe they said that to me. And it leaves you in this almost like this shock. And you mm. go through all the feelings, the anger, the how dare they, you know, and then you start coming for them in your head, yes. you know, <laughs> and pointing out all the things they uh, do wrong and how they act and how they move and how they look and all this stuff, you know. <laughs> but again, there are people that they can't get out of that cycle. Mm hmm. So it's like they're in that space, and now they're filled with the insecurity of man, I gotta make sure I gotta smile more. But I I gotta make sure I'm so so important
1: to really point out the fact that in those moments, you're being used by the enemy. Because you may not know that that is a trigger for them. You may not know that that's an area in their life that they've had to work for and grow confidence in. But in that moment when you're coming to them to tell them something like that, that can hurt somebody, that can get somebody in their Mm -hmm. mind, that can make somebody depressed, that can give somebody anxiety. Like that little slick comment that to you, not you specifically, but to Mm -hmm. the people, is nothing really has weight to that other person when it's something that they've experienced in life before. And I think that that's the importance of, you know, that's the really the key and the reason why we're bringing this up. We're not bringing this up to drag the person. We're not bringing this up to like really, you know, show that if I could, I could have came. Like, we're not doing none of that for that purpose. We're doing it because it's very important to understand that something that you think may be a flyaway comment that you think is just an observation could really hurt somebody else because of the fact that it's a trigger experience for them
0: absolutely and i think like i said you have to know in those moments when people tell you those things you know when people tell you things about your character who you are that's not true you really have to know who you are Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um because i think again when you hear things like that, that can bring you into the cycle of then insecurity, you know, yep. and feeling insecure about yourself. I do need to smile more. I am serious. You know, you go into a crowded room of people and you're automatically like, okay, I got to smile, I got to smile. And then it, it makes you turn into this almost fake of person of a Mm -hmm. person because of what someone said that wasn't even true yeah that was their observation that was their you know uh their perception about you Mm -hmm. not the truth so you really have to know who you are Mm -hmm. so in those moments when someone may come and tell you something yeah you are able to cancel that and negate it and basically Mm -hmm. say i know who i am and that's not me yeah and i'm not that person
1: absolutely and don't and even if it is true that you are a, a serious person or someone that likes to be like jokes and stuff like that um that you stand firm in your truth like that's who i am and what like i don't see anything wrong with being a serious person or mm-hmm. i don't see anything wrong with being shy or whatever it is don't allow somebody to make you feel bad about you being yourself because there's no need for you to try to act like somebody else to appease others especially right. people who Aren't even relevant in the sense that these aren't people that you're around every day. These aren't people that have any hold or value in your life to so then be like, oh, now I need to change the way that I am for that one person I see every three to six months or mm-hmm. once a year. Type No, like that is not needed. You be yourself. You stand in your, you know, in who you are. There's nothing wrong. There, There's different types of personalities of yeah. people everywhere. Imagine everybody being one personality. This world would be a wreck. That's why it's important to have the the shy people, the funny people, the serious people, the people that could do it all. I'm a mix of all of those things. By default, I land on one mode, but given the right situation and circumstance or the right people, listen, I could be anything. I could be funny. I could be scary. I could be loud. I could be quiet. I could be smart. I could be goofy. You name it. I can do it.
0: Yeah. So what do you say to the person who is outgoing, Mm -hmm. who is forward? Mm Mm-hmm who is very honest and blunt Mm -hmm. and they say, but this is my personality. Mm
1: -hmm. Like I said, that depends. That is who, who am I to that person? You get what I mean? If I am, if I have cultivated a relationship with someone and I feel that their approach is too blunt, like what they're saying is truthful. Like they're always saying the truth. They're always saying the right thing. Their delivery is too blunt. That's an honest conversation that I can have with that individual because of the fact that I've built a relationship with. Now, there are situations where maybe you may be part of the same church. Um, or the same work team, or the same whatever, uh, community task force, um, and you may not specifically have a great relationship with them, then that's where your approach matters, which is, hey, so, and so the Barbara, we spoke about Barbara the other day. Hey, Barbara, you know, I know me and you really aren't that close, but you know, I've noticed that, you know, even though everything that you're saying is true, I don't think they're receiving it as well, because your delivery is a little too strong. Maybe let's try channeling that differently and picking different words to say the exact same thing you're trying to say. That's completely different from me being like, yo, Barbara, you don't know how to talk nice to people. You be coming off real strong. Like that's completely different energy, different approach than what I said previously.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important to also understand then the opposite of that, where there may be things in an individual that's not good. Mm -hmm. Right. So, there may be individuals where it's like you are coming off way too arrogant, Mm -hmm. like all the time. You know, (laughs) how do we tell this individual that he is just way too full of himself, Mm -hmm. that she thinks way too highly of herself, and she's actually making everyone feel less than you know? She has to be okay, or he has to be okay. That individual has to be okay with someone coming to them to let them know you are arrogant Mm -hmm. and you. think way too high of yourself we need to work on that but again the delivery is what matters yeah so there is a way of even speaking the truth and speaking the truth in love and letting people know right once that connection is there that relationship that friendship that foundation right there needs to be a foundation of something before yeah. you go and address anybody about their character flaws and their personality flaws you have to have a foundation where they're going to receive what you're going to say yes. either because they're your friend you've talked before you've bonded you have something that you know brings you guys together but They should be able to receive your message because you're saying it in a loving way. Now, that doesn't mean that they may be happy with it. That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that they may leave there like, this was an awesome conversation. Thank you. They may feel some yes, type of way. They may, they feel, may yeah. feel like, whoa, that's stung. You know yeah. what I mean? But if they truly have that foundation with you, connection, friendship, relationship, whatever it is, they would understand that you're saying this for their best interest. Yes. You're thinking about them. You're thinking about their heart. You're thinking about how people view them. Mm. And ultimately, you love them. Right. And you care for them that you don't want to see them. Act arrogantly. You don't want to see them act in a way that's going to make other people point fingers and accuse them of just not being a good person. So, either way, regardless if what you're saying to someone is the truth or whether it's your own perception, whatever it is, it needs to be said the right way.
1: Absolutely. And I think that, you know, talking about the fact that it is highly important to choose your words wisely, you know, recently there was a pastor that posted on social media. This post, which said, "If you're a Bad Bunny supporter and call yourself a Christian," (laughs) so random. (laughs) uh, But it says, "If you're a Bad Bunny supporter and call yourself a Christian, please do me a favor and delete me." And as always, whenever something like this is posted on social media, it garners attention. It garners a lot of opinions. It garners a lot of thoughts. Um, and before we get into a specific comment that someone posted in response to this, what's your thought on that?
0: Congratulations to Bad Bunny on winning the Artist of the no, I'm Year. <laughs> <laughs> um. Again, I feel like you have to watch how you say things, Mm -hmm. especially when you're a pastor, but as a human in general, Mm -hmm. right? But as a pastor leader, you have to be careful how you say things and what you say, right? So talking about if you're a bad bunny, what supporter, (sighs) or you listen to bad bunny, whatever the word was, right? Supporter, delete me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um... And I'm assuming this individual wrote that because he probably saw or she probably saw on their timeline yeah. um, people posting about mm-hmm. Bad Bunny, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And they were most likely Christians, mm-hmm. okay? I think you just, again, have to be careful with saying, you know, if you're this and you do this, get rid of, like, delete me. Yes. If you're this and you do this and you say you're this, get, like... You know what I mean? It, there comes a point where you... I mean, that's just one issue, mm-hmm. bad Bunny. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you're not calling out all the people that lie, cheat, and steal mm-hmm. and telling them to delete me. You're not calling out the people that, you know, um go to the movies, right? To watch, you know, certain rated R movies that you may find mm-hmm. is inappropriate, mm-hmm. right? So it's like you're not calling out people who, you know, play certain video games, mm-hmm. Right where we're shooting people up and killing people and doing all type like so you know you know i feel like you just have to be so careful you know especially as the pastor to make these statements when you have people on your social media one you don't know the people and the seasons that they may find themselves Mm -hmm. in one two you don't know you know you may think someone is a Christian based on something and you really don't know their walk with the Lord or where they find themselves. Mm-hmm. And your comment basically saying if this is what you do, delete me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There're going to be so many people that disagree with you. Yeah. There're going to be so many people that aren't on the same page with you as far as, you know, whatever whatever is your political stance or your religious stance or what how you view certain things in life and biblically, right? They they may not agree with you. Yeah. Because someone doesn't agree with you, do you delete them? Mm-hmm. Do you cut them off? You know what I mean? Instead, you should have then maybe taken an opportunity mm-hmm. to maybe express your opinion mm-hmm. with love. You know what I mean? Your opinion on the situation, as opposed to almost like taking the the escape of delete me. I don't mm-hmm. even want to talk to you. I don't even want to associate with you. I don't want to see any of your stuff.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot. Um, I think number one, if you are someone who maybe the images or the music or the person's picture or his logo offend you or make you feel a certain type of way, whatever the situation is, I don't think you need to make a public announcement telling those people to delete you. If it offends me, I'm going to delete it or I'm going to hide it or I'm going to remove it. Like there's no reason that I need to make a public post about it, making this announcement that comes off as me condemning a certain group of people. If I'm offended by something, I'm, I delete it. It's whatever. It's not that big of a deal to me. I don't, I don't find the need to put up a post. Um, but I remember you and I were having this conversation. I don't think I ever got on the pod um, where Beyonce last month or two months ago, whatever the situation was, released her single. Then she released an album. And then she has her cover art. Uh, and there was these group of Christian men um, that were. They, I think they're like old podcasters of some mm-hmm. form. And they were like speaking on that specific subject because there was one individual who was, is really affected by the imagery of her cover art Mm -hmm. um and he highly believes um and wants that image not to be in their timeline not to be on their social medias because it triggers them it offends them and he has a strong opinion about that right i think that if you are a regular joe Schmo like I said, who really you're not a pastor, you're not using social media to like preach to people, you're not using social media to evangelize, you're not doing none of that. Like you're just a regular person who uses social media for your own personal interest, that is fine. Block those people, delete those people, whatever because you don't need to have those people on your on your socials. But if you are a preacher or you are a Christian podcaster or you are an evangelist or you're whoever whose objective is to reach out to people, to get the message of Christ out, to touch hearts, to touch souls, I really think it's counterproductive for you to ostracize people that do not believe the same thing that you believe. Yeah. Why is it that you're trying to cultivate a space of only people that think like you to preach to them? It doesn't make any sense. That means you, what? You only you only preach to the 20 people in your church like you don't evangelize, like you don't go out, you don't try to do things the people in the world, like you're only worried about people who believe the exact same thing you do. That makes no sense. So for you to go out of your way to tell people who are, quote unquote, in your opinion, sinning or doing things that you don't agree with to delete you when you are supposed to be that light for them, where you're supposed to be the source that they can tap into for a word, or the, the source that they can tap into to watch your live streams in your church yeah. or something like that, and telling them to delete you, you're not helping them. You're not doing a sir. You're doing a disservice to these individuals that are in need of God. So that philosophy behind, oh, if you're doing this, delete me. If you're doing that, delete me or whatever. How will that bring growth to the kingdom? I don't see that.
0: Yeah. And it's true. And especially when you're in that position, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It makes it so much worse. You know, and at the end of the day, one, um, I think, and I'm saying this and um I'm gonna say it right. I think a post like that is actually um, very attention-seeking, but mm-hmm. also very, um, very uh, cowardice. Mm. You delete the people. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if this is something that really is getting you, whatever, why then don't you delete it? Why mm. is it that you want other people to then delete you? You know, it's almost like, you know, you will be deleting people every day mm. if, like you said, you started getting rid of people who didn't think like you believe what you believe, right? Unless you are this individual that wants to create this super safe space and align yourselves to only people who believe what you believe, think what you think, act the way you act, serve God the way you do, then, okay, yeah, I guess that's, that's, that's what you want to do, and yeah. that's fine, yeah, yeah, but know that that's not what jesus called us to do Mm. you know what i mean like know that yes even christians may have some distorted views on certain things Mm. that as a fellow christian you may have to help them Mm -hmm. in love see the truth Mm -hmm. you may have to help them process certain things and as a pastor as a leader that's what you're called to do Mm -hmm. you're not called to Only pastor people who think like this, act like this, serve the Lord like this, interact with others like this. They only go to see Christian movies. They only have pure flicks and not Netflix. They only (laughs) do. That's not who you were called to serve. Mm -hmm. You know? So now, if you don't support Bad Bunny, then that's on you. Mm -hmm. Great that you don't do that. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? If somebody else does, why don't you grab a camera? (laughs) Grab a table, uh-huh. sit down, yes. and invite that person on yeah. and talk to them. But I even think that... And the, have a dialogue, a yes. conversation about it, as opposed to just delete me.
1: Yes. And I, I I agree that that is an option. But I also, you know, I look at situations like this as an opportunity for education. Yeah. For example, like, I would ask this person, if, if this person wants to say this comment to me, right, personally, privately... I would ask them, okay, so what's your problem? Like, I know, like, I can assume what the problems are with that mm-hmm. or whatever, but I want to know what their point of view is, right? So you think that um, being a supporter of Bad Bunny is incorrect because of why? Okay, have you communicated that to the people Like, you know, oh, because I'm offended because one of his songs speaks about having 433 girlfriends, whatever. And that speaks about adultery and that speaks about, you know, whatever. Like, have you communicated that what you are not in support of is the message of specifically like that song? Because that's a learning experience. That's a conversation that people can have. You know, the other day yesterday, I was on social media and um, somebody put this. It was. Mind you, we are not um, not supporting Bad Bunny, but it just happens to be in alignment with it. Um, somebody put up a reel, and I sent it to my wife, which was, um, like, it was this girl saying that her mom is always complaining about Bad Bunny songs being filthy. But they're in the car, and the mom is singing an oldie song, um, like, from, like, the 80s or the 90s or whatever, a very Spanish, like, oldie song or whatever. But when you sit down to listen to the lyrics, the lyrics are crazy, <laughs> crazy, 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 right? right? But I remember, and I was talking to my wife about this too. I was like, I remember like growing up, you don't really listen to the lyrics. Like you just mm-hmm. like it has a good beat, it has a whatever. So there are people that aren't always specifically listening to the lyrics. Like they like the sound, they like the, the way it makes you feel or whatever. But there's times where you have to literally sit down and look at these lyrics and like I feel like this is a conversation that you have with your youth. Like you mm-hmm. do a conference on this. Mm-hmm. And be like, all right, let's break down one of his songs, his verse. Right is saying this. Right. Does that align with our values? Right. is that something that's gonna bring you closer to God is that something that's gonna help you is that something that's taking you away like that's what I feel like the approach should be as because opposed when, to a post yes as opposed to a post putting a thing on social media and that's it yeah because you wanna educate people to really like take. even with Christian songs sit, like how many people sit down and listen to like I, like I whenever a new mu- a new song comes out I play the song but I also have the lyrics playing because I wanna like look at the lyrics and I wanna you know learn the words but also like make sure that it's like legit and it's saying what it has to say but it's people that don't do that so why don't you take it as an opportunity to educate people uh listen you have and nobody's watching you nobody's policing the music you listen to but i really want you to be conscious of what you're consuming so let's break this down and you know like i said like go through those steps of is it educating you i mean is it helping you is it bringing you closer to god or is it hurting you because the
0: truth is right in the sense of whatever artists you want to speak of, they mm-hmm. may not be in alignment with what we believe in. They yeah. may not be promoting something that's good. They may be promoting things that are demonic or things that are mm-hmm. diabolical or things that are just wrong. You know what I mean? And you will have Christians that support those artists and you will have Christians that listen to that music and will buy tickets to their concert and support them. Um you know, as if they were giving their tithe. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and, um, at the end of the day where it, it's not saying like, you know, it's okay. Like that's just mm-hmm. what they do. You know what I mean? And you should just like talk in love, right? Like, you know, it's how you handle these conversations. Yeah. You know, um, we can talk about take away bad bunny and take mm-hmm. away our, you know, artists and social media. Let's just talk about Christians and their attitudes. Mm-hmm. Are you calling out Christians? And the way they address people on social media or -hmm. the way they handle, you know, um, headlines and Mm -hmm. the news and political stances. Right. So there's so many things that, like you said, instead of taking these moments and putting out a blanket statement and making one sentence, you know, remarks about something. And this is Bible. Instead of doing that, let's sit and have a conversation. And at the end of the day, you know what? If you're a pastor and a leader or youth leader, whatever you are, then do it within your church. Mm-hmm. So then the people within your church, you're fostering a community of people that know how to combat and confront these things. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, they just know how to make a really good tweet or they know how to make a really good Facebook or Instagram post, mm-hmm. but they can't defend what they say. All yeah. they can say is as Christians, we're not supposed to do that. Delete me. And that's it. They don't know the why. They don't know the mm -hmm. what. They can't even give you a verse to back Mm -hmm. up what they're saying. You know, at the end of the day, again, you're going to have people, Christian and non-Christian, that disagree with what you believe in, that don't align with what you believe in. And I don't believe that simply because someone disagrees with you or they don't have the same morals or values or agree with you on all things that you can just cut them off and get rid of them and put them into a category of people who they should know better they've been in church all their life Mm -hmm. they should know better they should you know does god ever cut us off does Mm -hmm. god ever you know and i hate to be cliche and bring it to that point but does god ever just say i'm gonna delete you (laughs) you know what i mean no he tells them delete me delete me (laughs) (laughs) Imagine, you know, the things that we do, the things that we say, the things that we do unconsciously, not even knowing that it's a sin, that it's Mm -hmm. wrong, that we're offending God. You know, imagine, you know, God, like you said, just being like, my dude, stop praying to me. Mm -hmm. Don't come to me for that. Mm -hmm. Nope, I'm not going to help you. No, I'm not. You know what I mean? God doesn't do that. You should not either.
1: Yeah, and I think that, you know, and I look at it from the perspective of, You know, as a leader, as a passive or as an individual, you really don't want to break trust with people that should be having trust in you. You know, right now, it is important to have your finger on the pulse of what's happening culturally in pop culture, in the world at the moment. We're specifically speaking about Bad Bunny, so we'll speak about him, which is like he is the rising megastar at the moment. He is winning awards. He's number one in many platforms and charts or whatever. He's very popular, right? It's a thing. Whether or not you want to see him, you want to hear his music or whatever, it's going to be in a show where he's going to pop up in a movie. He's going to pop up on a reel or whatever, right? This is what is being pushed out because he is the it thing in the moment. So what is the right thing to do? Do you ostracize people? Do you? And I, And I specifically think about the youth. You know, the youth have a very very fragile relationship with the church they have very fragile relationships with leaders and pastors because of the fact that they feel like they're always being judged they feel like they can't be truthful they feel like they can't be open they feel like they can't be themselves so when you do something like this is this bringing your youth closer to you or is it making them feel like that's another thing that i can never talk to my pastor about that's another thing i can never talk to my leaders about because they're just gonna judge me and they're gonna tell me to delete them you should never Ever, ever create a culture in a church where the people in your church feel like you're going to tell them, you know what? I need you to leave my church. Delete me. Forget my number. Forget my contact. Forget who I am. I don't agree with whatever you're dabbling in. So, deuces.
0: Not cool. So, I think if we're wrapping up this episode, right? Um, it's communication and yes. the idea of communication and effective communication has to happen and it has to happen in the right
1: way, in the right setting, the right time, the right space. And I, and I did want to jump in and say that, unfortunately, that, you know, when you do something like this, where you put a post, it lends itself for interpretation. Yeah, it is quite very possible they didn't mean it like that it's quite very possible that there was sarcasm maybe somewhere in there or whatever but when you write a text out like this and then you leave it out in the public for free for all for people to go at it and stuff like that you know that's very dangerous so you know it's quite frank it's quite possible that they may message us and be like hey i was the one that did that that wasn't my intention that i didn't mean it that way i was being sarcastic i was being funny i was being whatever but unfortunately now you, you're going to go back to the hundreds of people that have seen this and be like, oh, I was, yeah. I was just playing. I was just being sarcastic. Well, being have them on you the can't. pod. You, you know, the damage, in a way, like the damage is kind of already done and you've made certain people feel a certain way. That's why it's important that whether you're saying something or you're writing something or you're posting something, like really understand the weight it's going to have and how it yeah. may be received. Now there are times, like I said, you maybe post something with the best of intentions. It may be a joke or maybe something that you think is positive. Unfortunately, there's people that get offended, even though when you're putting a happy face. There's people that get offended when I smile. Like, what can we do about that? There's nothing we can do. You know, it's just that's what it is. You know what I mean? But when you are personally knowing that I am not doing that to offend anyone, I'm not doing that to ostracize anybody, I'm not doing that to hurt anyone, then you could walk away with a clear conscience. But when you know that this, is, this isn't a good idea, but you still do it anyway, I think that's kind of messed up.
0: Yeah, communication the right way, right delivery with love, regardless if it's the truth, right? If it's your own perception, tread lightly, right? know you know and feel out the situation to know if now is the right time to address this should I wait should I you know maybe speak to someone that's closer to them that Mm -hmm. maybe they'll receive that a little bit better right there's so many ways that you can navigate that but communication is super important and when things are not communicating the right way there is damage that is done there are negative effects and consequences that you don't want to be responsible or held accountable for that That because of that one thing you said you caused this to happen in that individual's life Mm -hmm. because that's a burden and a weight you don't want to carry absolutely
1: so where can they find us
0: you can find us on all social media: <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, God Life Culture Podcast. Um, follow us there. You can subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button so you could be notified every time we drop a new episode. We want to thank all of you that are listening week after week. All of our new yes. listeners, thank you so much. Share this with someone. Send this to someone, and um, we hope to see you in our next episode.
1: Yeah. So thank you once again for tuning into the latest episode of the God Life Culture. podcast that's god God, life culture. culture until next time see ya bye